Welcome in to a very special episode. We could you could call it a bonus episode of DC on screen. Bonus ode? Sure. Why not? Bonus ode. Sounds like an extremely dumb character from the eighties. <laughs> Don't know it why. Does. Just does. It does. Sounds, and that, it sounds like a, another name for AC Slater. Mm, it could have been the name of, of Cyborg's little Cybot. <laughs> Listen here, you little bonus ode. Do my bidding. In what we are, you know, uh, appropriately enough, in what we're reviewing tonight, um, which is the the Lego Justice League uh, attack of the Legion of Doom. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm your host, David C. Robertson, and this, as you have already heard, is my co-host, Jason. Hello. Yeah, we can't have an episode without hel- that hello, man. We cannot. I've grown attached right. to it over time. So a, f- a couple weeks ago or last week, I, I can't keep track of these things. Obviously, did... your, your use and understanding of calendars has come into question in the last, say, month or so. I say month as though it's a thing you could look up and understand. But right. we're growing more and more concerned about that capacity. Well, we've released a news episode since the news episode. I can't remember how long ago we we talked about this. There was a clip a, a few news episodes ago about the Lego DC Superheroes Justice League Attack of the Legion of Doom. I said, mm-hmm. should we do a review of this? You said, absolutely not. And now here we are. Right. So I, you know, we're, we're both full of contradictions and confusions. So uh, let's just dive into this thing. <laughs> to be fair, if- we're doing a DC co- uh, like podcast. Um, yeah. We're just trying to, we're just. Staying true to source material here. We're trying. If we and say a thing, it might also be the other thing. If we declare a thing, it might definitely be the other thing. Yeah, that's um, <clears throat> we because are staying true to the Dan source Dio taught us. Yes, Dan Dio in all of his infinite wisdom. Do mm-hmm. we call it wins- wisdom? Wisdom? Well, that, uh, that, that seems a stretch. But his infinite thoughting. Okay, we'll make that a thing. Mm, we won't, but I'll <laughs> I'll roll with it. Nothing doing. Sorry. <laughs> Nothing doing, job turkey. <laughs> so they have they've released Lego DC Superheroes Justice League Attack of the mm-hmm. Legion of Doom, possibly one of the longest titles I've ever seen. Um, Honestly, but, is and you is know it? maybe maybe I'm missing something because this is the fourth in the line. This is the fourth movie in the line, and I'll admit I haven't I haven't seen the others. No, no, I haven't. I, I really haven't. It was one of those where I kind of kept meaning to go back and watch them, and then I figured, eh, I'll get to them someday. And then we started doing right. a podcast, and then I was reminded of them a couple of weeks ago. I went, oh, yeah, those things. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, to they're, be clear. They're, um, they're honest-to-God representations of, of these characters. I, I actually I would, I would, would like to know and would like to have already known before I started using my mouth if the games <laughs> or the movies came first. The games. the games. The games came first because the first in this line of movies um, was, I think, just called Batman, the Lego Batman the movie. Mm-hmm. And it was a, I believe, a spinoff of the Batman 2 Lego game. Okay. Yeah. I think that's how that played out. Oh, fair enough. Now, mm, that's how jumping. it showed up in the Lego movie proper, right? Um,. It's still, isn't it Arnett doing this 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 Batman? No, this is not Arnett doing this. Batman. Oh shit! Who is it? I can't believe you don't know. I, it's uh, it's Troy Baker, dude. Oh fuck! Yeah, that's right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. 
Oh, um, I'm that's annoyed. actually a good segue. And uh, this is Troy Baker doing Batman. Now he mm-hmm. he really like he's done a bunch of stuff, but he kind of blew up um, during Arkham Origins for doing the Joker and doing an almost perfect impersonation of Mark Hamill. Cool thing here, Mark Hamill's also in this cast list for for this DC Lego movie. Um, he's the trickster. He he's the trickster and Sinestro. Um, we have a lot of other great, great voice actors in there. John DiMaggio as Lex Luthor and the jo- and the Joker. Uh, Greg it, Griffin honest, as Wonder it, Woman and Lois Lane. It's like a voice actor wet dream. This entire fucking thing. Nolan North as Superman, and you can hear it too. Kevin right. Michael Richardson <laughs> as Captain Cold. Here's the fun thing: Kevin Michael Richardson does Captain Cold, Gorilla Grodd, and Black Manta. Mm-hmm. Gorilla Grodd took me off so much. Like I, he sounds like Tom Hardy Bane. He really does. He not only does he sound like Tom yes. Hardy Bane, he sounds like John DiMaggio while doing Gorilla Grodd's impression of Tom Hardy doing Gorilla Grodd as Bane. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I hope. I hope that all makes sense. I all I can tell you is that that's how the neurons are strung together in my head because that's what that damn sounds like. Uh, we got Cree Summer. Uh, you know, um, God, she's been in so much stuff. She's in all the things. Rugrats, everything. Uh, yeah. Animaniacs, It's, it's a voice tunes. you know whether you Good fucking God. like it or not. Um, we have Tony Todd, the freaking Candyman, coming in his dark side. <laughs> Great job, D- too. We've got D. Bradley Baker as Martian Manhunter and Man Bat. Oh, God. D. Um, D. Bradley's. He's... he's Oh, he's a talented fuck. Tom Kinney is the penguin. Uh, Josh Keaton is Green Lantern. SpongeBob, by the way, cyborg. SpongeBob kids. Yeah, hopping in as the penguin. James Arnold Taylor as Flash and General Sam Lane. Mm-hmm. Lots of lots of big names in the in the voice acting world in this movie. Really makes me wish the movie was better than it was, though. Oh, it's fine for what it is. It's it is it is it, like I had a few laughs. It was funny. This is one of those parents where you're going to be able to watch this with your kids you're not going to feel like you know there's anything really egregious um they had a lot of fun uh playing with batman's character like apparently they're like they just vote in a new leader every like three days <laughs> a new leader of the justice league it's a pretty fluid process and one and of my favorite superman always votes for batman yeah that was one of my favorite bits of the movie <laughs> where batman goes batman like the like Green Lantern and Flash are like constantly fighting over the affections of Wonder I, Woman, see, which I just seems that. weird. But it, it was pretty fun. And, it was uh, odd, so, but it was kind of fun, and I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, and uh, so there, you know, Green Lantern votes for her, and um, basically they're split. And then and Batman goes, "Well, I assume that we both voted for ourselves." And Superman says, "That never even occurred to me. I voted for you." Of course he did. Of you course big, he did. So they really play into, like, I didn't feel that necessarily the characterizations, like the characterization of Hal Jordan was dead on. Characterization <laughs> of The Flash was not to me at all. Really? Aww. Yeah. He was a little too kidsy. Like, I don't know what, like, he just, I didn't see him as a forensic scientist. I couldn't see him as anything other than just, like, actually, almost I, a kid running around. I don't around. remember. Did they, uh, did they actually name him? Is he Barry or Wally? They never said whether he was Barry or Wally, but they have, like, I don't know. This thing operates outside of the comic book continuity, so I guess it could be either I know. one. I mean, I, it, it could be, you know, Wally. It could be Wally Allen if it wanted to. And, yeah. But I, I got to say, for, for my version of Wally, that's not too far off. Um, yeah. He's infatuated with a girl, and he's, like, he's infatuated with a girl, and he's entirely happy with her. Yeah. Um, 
so what we've I, they did a really great job of playing on on how Batman is on mm-hmm. how he just knows everything even if Bat he doesn't. Bard. Yeah, like every time anything happens, Batman just goes saw it coming. Right, right. They're like, "How could this be? How this couldn't have happened?" Batman's like, "I knew it would." Right. <laughs> it was only a matter of time. Like he like leads the group into a, the league into a place, and he's always got the one the one arm up, but with the cape over his face. It's really mm-hmm. a lot of fun in a lot of ways, in a lot of places. Um, I really did enjoy the uh, the, the Legion of Doom wipeout session. Um, the wipeout session a- was fantastic. I really it, to go back to it, even that that one arm, that forearm over the face thing, that Nosferatu kind of thing. Uh-huh. If if uh, if the real the real character, the real Batman, ever did that, I would possibly burn the book um he's done that and, plenty of times and this in the book. it was absolutely hilarious it, it was great um <laughs> he's done that plenty of times in the books it just looks really cool he has he but they make it look cool what he did in there was the nosferatu like 1934 yeah. shit it yeah. was bad that's what they it did. was intentionally terrible good job no, guys. i, I want to be clear here you know I, there's not going to be a whole lot basically just just throwing it out there when you start Mm -hmm. watching this movie you're going to pretty much know where all the major beats are if you've ever sat down and watched more than four (laughs) movies in your life you're going to know where those beats are and where any single four any of them i'll i'll say it anyway because apparently you and i are more attuned to that sort of thing than most other people so i'm going to throw it out there right now spoilers we are going to talk about this movie for a second and we're going to get into some spoiler stuff just saying (laughs) uh you know your kids won't care because they'll see a Batman and the Superman, and they they'll be like, "Yay!" And they probably shouldn't be listening to this podcast anyway. Oh God, but, no! No. But for you guys who Although, who were you know, kids you know, are more advanced, but grown ass folks, for you grown ass folks out there who are going to watch everything DC or kind of want to see, but this is about because the Lego Movie was good. This is true. not a, this is not as good as a Lego Movie. It's not as funny as a Lego Movie, but it is funny. It is good. No, it doesn't have degree. as much. Um, doesn't have the the same kind of heart. Doesn't have the same kind of beats. No, uh, it really same doesn't. kind of gravity uh, as the the Lego Movie. Less and Will Ferrell. I, I would say that these that this Lego, if this Lego Movie is any indication, this Justice League Attack of the Legion of Doom is any indication of the other Lego movies. They are much more child oriented, um, and they, they don't know what they want to be. Like this one does not know what it wants to be because it obviously makes big cracks at the like, the comic book fans and the people who are going to understand more adult humor mm-hmm. but it never really crosses even the shrek threshold of that it's not <laughs> no 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 um they're, they're not making like thinly veiled dick jokes that they know two-year-olds aren't going to get no they these right these are just like character jabs these are character jabs and i feel like the one and one new 52 jab one new 52 jab yeah but yeah. they also like see that's what i'm saying about like they with like general sam lane they go kind of deepish into like government right-wing paranoia <laughs> I don't, like there, there's one there's one honest to god could have taken an entirely different turn in the movie kind of moment with mm-hmm. uh, the real question is why are you uh, <laughs> what, what is it why are you incarcerating aliens yeah uh, that could be an entirely different movie as of that sentence and they they didn't do it and uh, you know that's not that's not the purview of this movie uh but i actually did wonder this um this is pretty much like a, a tiny little block form of what we're going to get in uh, Supergirl, is it not? Um, hmm. That is... We're going to get no, that... that uh, I don't think so. Exophobic, I guess I'll have to call it. Well, sure, that part, yeah. General? Yeah. So, it, that, yeah. That's going to be one of the main 
antagonist of, of the first part of that series. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it'll... Will it be... Yeah, I guess he is. He's got to be General Lang. Uh, the, Michael Ironside is coming back, isn't he? Yeah. I don't remember. Or no, maybe I, it's I not believe, Michael Ironside in this version. Because he was, he was General that. Lane... I think he was General Lane in Smallville. <laughs> mm. oh, see, I yeah, thought that's you right. had that's said... Right. That's right. I thought you uh, had said the thing about who, uh, who g- the general was being played by, and... You would have no. told me about those things, so my memory is no longer yeah. good for that. Here, here's here's what it is. Michael Ironside is going to be playing the shitty, terrible father of um, the Snarts over in The Flash. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. But Michael Ironside also played General Sam Lane in Smallville. Of course, that's that's where that's where yeah, it's kind of confusing for me. Yeah, this is what it, this is something encouraging about the entire genre of of DC on screen is that every now and then you get the feeling that there are people that have just seen those shows and don't know mm-hmm. anything outside of that canon. Right. For instance, Dean Kane is now employed again. Mm-hmm. He is. So, by the way, Michael Ironside, I I don't know why he's only on TV. That dude's a great actor. He's fun to see every time I see him. But yeah. anyway, um, yeah. So the plot of this movie winds up being around, uh, like, Lex Luthor starts the Legion of Doom because he's decided, like, we can't, like, the Justice League keeps teaming up and taking us down individually, so we've got to mm-hmm. create the Legion of Doom. We're going to mm-hmm. hold tryouts. It's really a lot of fun. Like, everyone, all the supervillains keep getting screwed over in this little wipeout session they have in which Sinestro and uh, Black Manta are all, uh, and Lex Luthor are... Uh, <laughs> they're they're the MCing. judges. seeing Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so, like... They kick out Giganta, as we talked about previously on a different episode. Of course. It's a lot of fun. Um, so they, you know, the the villains are getting screwed over by this wipeout. They're still trying to get to the end of the course. The only person who hasn't done the course is Deathstroke. He just stands oh. there. And yeah, he, he starts out all... on the same, uh, he starts out on the same line as everybody else. Everyone else races to get it done, and he just stands there and watches. Yeah. and He really is. He's He's the evil Batman of this movie. And then as like as soon as they're all finished and they look over, they're like, Who the heck is that guy? He like runs the course <laughs> perfectly, like flips over all of the traps right. and perfectly all of the obstacles. With ten and a half points for style the entire time. And, and then destroys he, a portion of the course just just for Oh, he destroys point. like the entire course. Like as he's like running across <laughs> it, he's like throwing grenades, like sticky sticky right. grenades. Throwing sticky bombs and shit. And yeah. sl- slicing shit up with his swords and makes it with style, as Jason said, over to the other mm-hmm. side, and the entire course blows up. And they're actually just so impressed by him. And they're like, who is this guy? And they check him out like, oh, okay, Deathstroke, blah, 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 blah. Well, they obviously, they like see like a threat for themselves. And they're just like, well, <laughs> we're all out of parking spaces. And they just oh, jettison it's, him. It's it's very specific <laughs> even. Uh, no, no it's, it's more specific than that. Uh, Mantis says sure maybe is. he should be the leader. And Luther yeah. um, just ejects him. Uh, just... Uh, <laughs> Childishly ejects the motherfucker. And then um, all six of the remaining villains are sitting there cheering, thinking that is absolutely hilarious until uh-huh. I think it's Joker, Penguin, and somebody else. Yeah, it was Joker, Penguin, and um, God, I can't remember now. Someone else who was forgettable. Someone um, else who was forgettable. <laughs> Man Bat. It was Man Bat. It was Man Bat. Thank you. It was Man Bat. Um, and Luthor just says, uh, and we only have three parking spaces, so and sends them out too. And then yeah, everyone remaining on the uh, the dock actually enjoys the hell out of that. Yeah, yeah, and I enjoyed the hell out of it. 
I did. It was a fun gag. It was a really fun. There are there there are some really kind of fun. Uh, there there are some fun gags in the movie. One of my favorites was some weird thing in the later in the last kind of part of the film where some buildings falling down. It's about to fall on like a family, and mm-hmm. there's it's 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 like a mom and a kid. It, it's it's two people, and somebody's holding the cat. And yeah. the, you know the the uh, the humans are oh no oh no and just the the little the cat <laughs> it's one of those it's one of those little like aftershock jokes that are yeah. on point like I'm a I'm a Futurama fan the Futurama did it better than anyone I've ever seen that little after the beat has passed one more the mm-hmm. second time you watch it that's the part you really laughed at the most kind of thing yeah a couple of those in there. Yeah, I did. I did laugh at the cat. I really, if I was a supervillain, <laughs> man, I, that is entirely how I would I would recruit a team. Yeah, fucking wipeout course. I've got Luther's money. Be a lot of fun. Hell yeah, um, Luther's money. Sinestro can build the whole thing in a few seconds. Yeah, man, let's do this. So Luther, one of the okay, one of the big story parts of the of the one of the big um, character arcs is Cyborg, mm-hmm. who apparently dreams of I don't know discoing with super, with Superman and Batman. I don't, I don't know because he did such a good job. I don't, I don't he, understand why that is. He but, dreams of respect, which apparently he has yeah. uh, characterized as discoing. Yeah, apparently they go to a nightclub together. I don't know. Right, but um. So he he's late to the meeting, and Superman's all like, "You're good, cyborg," and Batman's all, "You're late." Right? And, you know, he kind of is. We have this whole thing where he's just he he kind of screws up and 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 uh, kind of reacts without thinking and winds up. You know, it's a kids movie, so he's you know the trickster has a bomb, but it's a smelly bomb. It's mm-hmm. a doo doo bomb or something. I don't know, but it, it winds it up really is. The city it's a stink bomb that literally makes a fart sound. It, yeah, um, and um, again, kids movie people. By the way, the trickster before he starts going all stink bomb on it, he's sitting uh-huh. there defending himself as not being the Joker. That was actually uh-huh. a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> like he's like, no, I'm not no, the Joker. I'm the trickster. The Joker would never have these. Yep. And they're like, oh, the right. the the Joker just blew up the car. Okay. Um. Uh, yeah, that was a lot of fun. But uh, so Cyborg screws that up and he kind of goes, he feels really bad about himself and kind of keeps going to different Justice League members and talking to them. And he's doing so while they're doing like little like they're doing the little training exercises and stuff. Mm-hmm. And my favorite of that, like, I mean, Batman was awesome. He's just throwing his, his battering and rattling and talking about, you know, how you have to cram all of your emotions down and, and forget them because that's the healthy way to do things. <laughs> but my favorite part was that Superman just is like, you have to remember this little song. And he sings this, like, ridiculous, like, <laughs> Kansas City country ditty about, like, milk and cows or something. I don't, I don't know. It, it's something about how waking up on the farm and working – is yeah. is fulfilling i i'm not entirely sure i had the exact same reaction everyone else in the movie had yeah was, and he's like i, I don't he goes understand to, he goes to wonder woman and he's like i don't know superman sang me a song and wonder woman goes i've heard that song i didn't understand it either <laughs> right <laughs> that's all that's all anyone has for him i uh, <laughs> I, I do love that they paint these Rut, like right. Superman is such a ridiculous Boy Scout and Batman is such a like paranoid nut job. Well, they did, and even uh, even uh, God, like they they did, they characterized everybody. Um, <laughs> Wonder Woman's she's pretentious, but not in a way that's like self aware pretentious. Yeah, it, it's not even pretentious. Just it, there's there's not a word for it that I'm aware of at the moment. There, she's just. It, it very caught. My favorite part is later when she 
she sings the song of a fallen enemy or fallen friend or something like that. Uh-huh. Um, and it's absolutely terrible. She she yeah. cannot carry a note. It's mm-hmm. it's bad. But um, I don't know, man. I, they they had a lot of fun with her too, as far as like making her some kind of post princess character. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did. I mean, like uh, the Flash is. He's uh, God. He's an ADD nightmare. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> Green Lantern's this egotistical fuck with this powerful weapon that he. By the way, I love the way, love the way the Lego people hold these rings. Oh God, yeah, that was weird. That, Isn't it great though? <laughs> it was kind of funny. It was funny, but it was real weird. Like it's, they don't. Of you know, course, it's weird. And they don't have fingers. Hand, thinking like, come on, you don't even have. You, they you don't have, have two fingers. hands. You don't even. Ha- you can't articulate fingers. So you you have a yeah. lower articulation point than the average action figure. Why are you? But it, but then come on, it, it, we're talking about they actually they 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 basically hold the rings as if it were a purse, <laughs> right? <laughs> and um, which by the way, that was one of my favorite Just jokes was big class, um, little past. I think it oh. was uh, one of the, one of the characters goes up to Superman and says, "Give me five. And he's like, five oh, what? They do a callback <laughs> to that twice. High five, five what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which is good. it's one of those things where like I I know I know this might be a movie you. It might be a movie. You you have a couple of kids over. You have some stuff to do. You put it on in the background, hoping sure. it distracts them for twenty minutes while you can go do some fucking work um, mm-hmm. before getting back and inevitably watching the kids. Um, that was one of those where, come on, even in that moment, you might have gotten a chuckle out of it. Yeah, it was it was pretty on point. Actually, it was funny. It was fun. They come back to it later, where Superman's almost starting to understand the the high five or the high two. Mm-hmm. 1.5 anyway but yeah so one of the big uh character arcs of the movie is cyborg coming into his own as a as a hero and sure. um they do a thing where they they kind of screw with everyone's perception mm-hmm. and make it look like there's a nuclear reactor about to go off and uh and cyborg is the only one that can t- detect that it's not actually going off something's weird about it but all of that to say they're it's like the legion of doom trying to uh get into i believe that was the part right or was that the no they went to area 52 and got uh martian manhunter then martian manhunter uh, that was that was off to me because Martian Manhunter I feel like could have been able to read their minds and realize the Legion of Doom was evil, but they they kind of put it in a way where like Lex says, "Oh, I'm your free, you know, well, we freed you and we're freedom fighters and the Justice right. League are evil." And we have a couple of moments where the Martian Manhunter kind of goes, "But your name is the Legion of Doom." Right. He's like, uh, actually, uh, uh, "Doom for the as Justice this movie League." Is. That's not out of canon for me. Like there is an ongoing understanding between him and the rest of the Justice League on any version of it that I've ever read. um, That he will not enter your mind unless you've absolutely explicitly agreed to it. Okay. Uh, Yeah. I mean, there's that, but same time, it's it. They they bring it up over and over again, though. That yeah, he could, and he is. Like when when the Justice League is out on missions, they don't have to have some um, you know embedded technology of any kind they don't have to have earbuds they don't even have to have like the assumed tony starkian earbuds that we pray the avengers films apparently have they just they actually can't communicate and it's entirely him webbing them all together and he's just got this agreement with them all that he will absolutely keep that sacred Mm -hmm. yeah i guess i can get behind that 
then. I, I didn't even consider that. <laughs> I wasn't I looking for like plot that. failures in this movie. It just yeah. wasn't going to be one of those things. It didn't like, I wasn't looking for him. It just seemed odd to me that he wouldn't figure out that they were the bad guys. But, you know, hey. It does. I, don't get me wrong, man. I, it doesn't matter who I am at what point. If I have been locked in a cell and then I am let out of that cell and I have the ability to check someone's mind, I'm doing it. Period. Yeah. I don't care what side of the moral coin I'm on. That's happening. Yeah, sure. Um, but, you know, he's a trusting sort. That, that one thing I hated. Kind of fun. One thing I hated, and there, mm-hmm. was, no, there was no call for it, mm-hmm. Martian Manhunter's voice. He sounded like really? a freaking 90s Conan O'Brien character. He was like, mm, <laughs> thank you. I am a Martian. Mm. I liked his voice. Oh, it was awful. It was like, Again. It wasn't that... I don't care that it's a kid's thing. I I kind of, like, like, I was pretty happy with everyone's characterizations. Really, like, the one that bothered me the most was John's. Well, sure, but not really. Gorilla Grodd really bothered me because I just kept hearing Bane. Okay, the Bane thing was the one that stood out to me. Like, that was the funny, here's the the striking part. You and I have not talked about this movie. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, we haven't. The first time I literally have in my notes, I keep sparse notes for these kinds of things. (laughs) Um, It's, it's... It's a, a, a melange of crazy, but I have them. Uh-huh. And one of them is Bane. I have the word Bane written down. Yeah. 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 I heard I heard it too. By the way, I, I really loved when they were um, trying to divvy up the world. The Legion of Doom oh, was trying to divvy up good. their world. And Sinestro goes, you know, I call all things that are yellow. And Gorilla <laughs> Grodd's like, bananas are yellow. He can't do that. He can't do that. <laughs> It was yeah. It was like, you can eat the green bananas. <laughs> oh man! I like, like were, even yeah. by the time they get away to uh, they get around to Zimbabwe and Captain Cold pretty much wakes up and says, hey, wait a second, you know uh-huh. it's God, it's yeah, it's terribly stupid, but it is terribly stupid, but it's a whole lot of fun for the most it is. part. It is like it's not a great movie. You're not gonna you're not gonna <laughs> feed your mind with any of this. Uh, you know, but at the same time, if you guys, if the exposition is just, oh God, it's if, in your face. If you are a DC fan and you have small kids, like really small kids, and you're not quite okay with showing them like something like Batman, the animated series, um, you're not going to hate this. You're not going to, you're probably not going to hate this. You're not going to sit down and just be like, oh God, I got to watch Barney or something or whatever it is, <laughs> the, the Wiggles or whatever it is the kids are watching these days. I'm probably still <laughs> 10 years off with even the Wiggles, but. Yeah, well, and <laughs> you, you have the, the tiny nephew, so you're just a couple of years away from understanding new pains. Well, somewhat, but I'm like I have a very young sister. Uh, she's mm-hmm. 19 now, and I remember a lot of the old stuff, and a lot of that stuff is still in play because mm-hmm. partially because you know she is influencing the nephew, and he's you know just like 14 months old at this point. So, mm-hmm. um, like I've been over to the house, and they've got him watching Scooby Doo, and all manner of hell. Yes, I. <laughs> There's kind of a barrier over the place. We're fine here. Yeah, like, and you know, we, there. I mean, I actually meant to put it on the DC on-screen page. They posted a picture of him, uh, kind of holding up his fist, and he's hold. He's wearing a Batman shirt, and I was like, "All right, oh yeah." <laughs> like he knows what's happening. My nephew Elijah is the knight. <laughs> Demonstrating is. <laughs> but yeah, so you know, we're 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 trying to influence them in the correct ways, but. 
Yeah, I no, don't know what all is really it, big to, now. To grow up, no. uh, a child needs a few things. You need to understand what to eat, what not to eat, uh, where to poo. Uh, there are a couple of basic things, but, uh, you know, a basic understanding of Batman. Yeah. I'd put that right up there with any kind of moral value. By the way, I hate the Wiggles, and I, I've never seen an episode or a clip or anything. What I hate about right. them is they tricked me too many times, because if you look at their costumes, what they wear mm-hmm. on this show, they look like old-school Star Trek. Yes, that bothers me all the time. And well, when I see the them time, in the store... I mean, the four times I've actually seen them. Right. I like, I'll be in Walmart or Target or something, and I'm uh-huh. walking, and I'll see Wiggles toys, and I'll be like, Star Trek toys! And then it will turn out to be not that. And there's no insignia. There's no insignia. And that one and, red one isn't dead. And you're like, right. okay, what the hell's um, happening here? Oh, it's just always a disappointment for me. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyhow. Um, Look, I, I, have, I have two things. Mm-hmm. One would be, I, I hope that this film is at least, um, at least a precursor. Uh-huh. Just, just maybe a proof of concept that Martian Manhunter could carry a film. Because um, so help me. Hmm. So help me he could. He might be able to. You, the the problem is is you would probably have to shoehorn in some sort of audience proxy for him, if he if there were a standalone mm. film. If they developed him in the Justice League movies, the audience proxies are already the that characters part, that yeah. you know. Yeah. See, that would be so, if he's already communicating with other people on par. So you'd have to introduce him somewhere though, and to do it in the the new films, you would still have to have the audience proxy. See, I he, you know he has to read off somebody. And don't get me wrong, um, there's a way to do that. You can have him in the Justice League films, and still in the films before it, even in that one, you could still uh-huh. have his proxy be the end of Mars. You could have the the introduction of the end of an entire planet and that be just in snippets the the portion of that character you got and then maybe followed up somewhere in the net you know justice league too well i know i'm biased but i'm gonna go out here and say this anyway the first episode of the um the alan burnett bruce tim dcau justice league uh series the uh, the first mm-hmm. three episodes mm-hmm. they the way they introduce martian manhunter is kind of the perfect way and th- that movie draws or this this Lego movie actually draws a lot from that because he is um, in captivity and they wind up finding him. He's in captivity. Uh, mm-hmm. The government kind of sanctioned him off. Um, so which is that, what you would do if you found a, an alien creature as powerful as he is, right? Especially like, this is, alien looking. Like Superman isn't a metamorph of any kind. He he looks like one of right. us. Right. Instinctively, well, he, you would be less afraid of him. You shouldn't be, sure. but obviously you would be. Sure. Um, but, you know, see, me, personally, I would be more afraid of Superman because I'm conscious of the, uh, like, most people are, are conscious of the uh, the ideal that the devil looks like a red-horned red thing, whereas I would, you know, no, in a you're, biblical you're sense. A, a fan of you, the silver-tongued, uh, the handsome yeah, devil kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. It, like, biblically speaking, he was, Satan was supposed to be the most beautiful of all the angels. Sure, so in my sure. mind, he's like a very suave looking, like he's the kind that sidles up next to you. You know, he's the, uh, almost metaphorically the, uh, the operative from serenity. Like you won't see him right. coming. He right. sidles up next to you and stabs you gently. So <laughs> I would be more afraid of probably the really handsome dude with the beard <laughs> who's like kind of emoing his way across the country <laughs> and then well, shows up to generally shows Those. up to supermodel his way through an alien invasion than I would be of the large green thing who just kind of looked humble and was eating Oreo cookies. <laughs> you just described like the basic upstart indie rock star and his best friend. I know. 
just just pick a story and apply those two. They're going to be there. Look, I would be more or less afraid of uh, Manhunter, depending on which version of the te- the, the telepathy power you gave him. Because in some versions, he can only read. But it really is. Uh-huh. Um, if you've ever right-clicked any fucking thing, Windows or Mac, doesn't matter. You can read and write. Like, What are the, the overwrite capabilities of this man? Because if you are even overlooking this film, mm-hmm. um, you know, he basically took over Sinestro's mind. Um, yeah, I'm Sinestro not, became a puppet. Sure. And by the way, that was a delightful part of the film. It actually was a lot of fun. But I'm not, I'm not sure I completely love uh, the versions where he's uh, that telepathically uh, powerful. I almost, I almost enjoy more of the version where he's, he really is. Uh, you know, look at the, the basics of this character. And, and Martian is... He's nearly as strong as Batman. I mean, I'm sorry, as Superman. Um, he can phase through objects. He can fly just as well mm-hmm. as Superman or Wonder Woman. Dude can um, change his density. He can change his invisibility. Uh, or his visibility, I should say. Um, well, that's part of the phasing as well. And, um, yeah. And yet when he... He doesn't even have... There, there are a couple of versions of metamorphosis. Um, metamorphosis. Uh, you can have the version where you can basically... Be whatever you want to be, and it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And then you have the versions where density matters. Right. And he's one of the ones where density matters, but he can control the density to some extent. Uh, yeah. They, I've, I've seen him in situations where he has to expand too far, and he can't, he can't withstand it, and that makes him one of the more fun characters because there have to yeah. be limits. But at the end of the day, he has all of Superman's powers for the most part. A lot of the um, relevant ones. Like, he could arm-wrestle <laughs> Superman. He Come could. on, man. And he can shapeshift. That's the problem with Martian Manhunter. That's why it's best to leave him as undefined from a storytelling point of view because mm-hmm. as much problems, as many problems as they have with Superman because he is so powerful, you can't really find <laughs> a villain for him such as it is with Martian Manhunter, but even more so because this is a guy who is so powerful, you have to create basically a world ender to even get on his radar. Right. To even be able to, I don't know, proffer a, a, a good attack against him. And, and like the, the worst villain he could ever imagine is fucking Lindsay Garfield. Like, yeah, his, we, fire is his weakness. So this is, I mean, and one of those fun things, I'm, I mean, even down to the aesthetic, this is a character, he's been around for a really long time, since at least probably the 40s or 50s. I, I think the 50s. Yeah. I'd have to go back and look. They totally ripped him off when they created the Vision in the <laughs> Avengers. They totally, because he's got almost all of Martian Manhunter's powers. Yeah. And he even has, like, the, like the well, since we've already talked about it, the Nosferatu, like, <laughs> cape collar. He's, right. he's got, he looks like Martian Manhunter, but with a red face. So just throwing that out there. Yeah, that um, cape's been one of the damnedest things. It's one of those, uh, I think it's a, it, I think it's a basic character design flaw for him. Um, well, it's one that they've actually changed now, but. Yeah, the, the, that's come and gone, but damn it, man, that, that is some, oh, that is some flamboyant weird bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> you could have just, you could have just made it something entirely normal. <laughs> and everyone would have been behind it. Like you could have made, you could have given him spikes, like Buffy spikes, fucking jacket. Put him in that and some some leather pants, and we'd have all been just as happy about it. Yeah, because he is. He's a fun, cool character. I don't give a fuck what he's wearing. He's a fun, cool character. Um, 
And yeah, like as you pointed out, just absurdly powerful. And here's point the is, thing. if you can find a good weakness with this character, because uh, his only weakness appears to be two things, really. One, fire, and that's because his planet was destroyed by it. And two, and loneliness. Yes, exactly, <laughs> loneliness. I, he, yeah. Those are the two things. And, but that's the point. That's the meat. You, you look at all that fucking flame and y'all sitting there waiting to be to be written is the entire his he's the last son. Yeah. He's Martian the last goddamn thing. Martian Manhunter is a very underrated character. Um, right. he's got a stupid name. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's unfortunate. Um and both of his names are stupid. John Jones or Jean Jones or however you decide to pronounce it. They can't even decide what how to pronounce it. But it's basically John Jones and because that's his human name, that's what he and he's they pretending it to be like human. Between it's, French and English. So yeah. <laughs> no matter how you pronounce the last name, you get it right. Congratulations. Also you get it wrong. Right. His name, Martian Manhunter, is ridiculous. It It sounds just completely stupid. But as a character, this is a dude who is, he's a great cross between Batman and Superman. Mm Mm-hmm. He's very, he's lonely. He's, uh, you know, just riddled with uh, the fact that he's just ensconced in the darkness of of aloneness. Mm -hmm. He has no one. He has nothing. He, he, in his, in his, uh, in his secret self or, or his open to the world self, he's a, he's a detective. Um, I, I, sometimes he's white and sometimes he's black, which is kind of weird. Um, I'm never really sure which canon they're going with because, you know, <laughs> DC. But it's all very loose. Right. Um, I just wonder if anyone at the detective, but, at the, the police force, wonders why he changes races so readily. But he's a shapeshifter. I, honestly, so we it's know one why. of the greatest, like, post racism <laughs> statements ever, though, right? I can't even remember, right. and I don't give a damn. <laughs> right. Hopefully, that's progress in some capacity. Yeah. Um, but we know he's really green, so it doesn't matter anyway. Um, <laughs> right. So we already hated him. So what does it matter <clears throat> if we hate him on the finite or planetary yeah. scale? But I, I love the character and I really do wish, by the way, um, Philip Morris, great character actor played Martian Manhunter in Smallville. Mm-hmm. And, um, God, if I could, I would totally just bring him back for the movies, man. I would, he did such a good job on Smallville with with uh, Martian Manhunter, and that oh, no, it's a, not. As we have discussed, I have absolutely. Not that, so. It is absolutely not. This is absolutely not a pitch for for Jason to watch Smallville. It's just I think that was the only version of him we've seen on screen that was actually on like real life, except for the um, completely awful TV pilot that CBS I think did. Um, back in the '90s, with uh, the fat dude from Mash, David Ogden Styers was was Martian Manhunter, and you're just going, "What? Really?" I mean, the voice, yes, but I've never seen Martian Manhunter with a pot belly before. Nor should you. He's a shit. Nor should you. Maybe, perhaps, one day for shits and giggles, we will go back and watch that that awful Justice League pilot. But um, not even yeah, for shit. Getting- now it's it's. Now it's mandatory curiosity. <laughs> expect um, that next. That, that's uh, that's next summer, kids. Yeah, expect that next summer because we are about to get into a whole lot of new stuff coming out. And uh, oh my just god, it's gonna, gonna be fun. We're it's gonna be fun and a lot of work. But the, yeah, yeah, we're gonna the do world it for begins, you, dear though. listeners. We're gonna do it for you, dear listeners. Imagine, I, I, imagine that my voice is attached to a body that's stroking your cheek ever so gently. 
I no no no. I was no? gonna say now do that as Sterling, but <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I'm not. But we should anyway. All right, I have one more one more thing. A, a giant WTF for the entire movie. Okay, Father Box. Yeah, that seemed they, they called it the Father Box, and I don't know Why? if. I don't know if it was a new technology, like because um, I think there was like a Batman. There was another Justice League before this one, I think, and then before that, it was Batman Beleaguered, where like he they kind of like formed the league. I'm not really sure if there was like a uh, Batman Beleaguered. By the way, would be that's what they would call Nightfall if a British guy had written it. <laughs> but anyway, there was a there. We know that Darkseid was in one of those, so they may he may have had a mother box, and then mm-hmm. it got destroyed or something maybe batman figured out a way to destroy i don't know as i haven't i haven't seen those movies um but maybe that it seemed like it was a new invention in this movie though they didn't they acted like they were just introducing a mother box but called it a father box yeah that's where i get out of the canon though is um right (laughs) if there's a canon where the mother box was uh precedent sure but Mm -hmm. father box that's it was really weird that's uh, both as dumb as Motherbox and reactionary. <laughs> it's bullshit. Yeah, I mean, although Darkseid, every Darkseid looked great. Yeah, but he, oh, um, he he looks damn good, even as a Lego. Uh, a real quick note: uh, I just I didn't even think about it the other day when we did the news, but mm-hmm. um, the guy that created the new gods, Dark Side included, uh, Jack Kirby. Uh, I mean, he died years ago, but it was his birthday a couple of days ago. Aww. So I don't he know. Did, I kind of feel he did good work uh, for for Marvel and DC, really. Yeah, he. Oh man, he was. I mean, there was a reason they called him the King. Yeah, he's um, Jack. If the there King was a Kirby. Mount Rushmore. He he really might. He should he should maybe be there. Yeah. So anyway, uh, you know, nice kind of nice. I think I actually watched this on his birthday, so Aww. it's kind of nice. But yeah, I, I thought uh, you know, if you have kids, you're they're gonna enjoy this, and um, you might too. You're gonna you're gonna have a couple of laughs. It's it's it's, it's fun stuff. Um, not as good as the, the like the proper theatrical Lego movie, and it actually is has nothing to do in canon. With the uh, Will Arnett, Zach Galifianakis, Lego Batman movie proper that's coming out uh, in 2017, by the way. Yeah, I was confused by that. Um, yeah, it's just, dude, multiverse, man. we got to embrace the multiverse, the multiverse of Legos now. Yeah, I, I can assume <laughs> that if, if you're in any way interested in what we're saying, that you're comfortable with the multiverse idea and that there are right. contradictory references. Right. Because you must have learned to live with that at this point in your life. You just must have. Yeah. Yeah, I actually met a guy the other night who was he was wearing a big he was wearing a Batman shirt and uh, and I thought you know oh cool Batman fan I'm a Batman fan mm-hmm. and I was like oh cool are you excited for the the new Batman versus Superman movie and he was like no I was like why he's like I just can't figure out why they'd be fighting I, that was my I, response I don't even know where to start that was my response I was just I, I have a good I don't even know where to start. <laughs> I, I, like his his all his introduction to it, he's just watched Super Friends, right? I, I that's like I the last thing he watched, and then to he be saw fair, this movie. It was it was a it was like a giant like Neil Adams blue cowl, you know, gray shirt Batman. Was this it shirt looked like twenty five years worth of faded? I couldn't tell. They sell those things <laughs> like that now, so they do. Um, American Apparel. I'm looking Not at you too, fun. Target. 
Yeah, not making fun. You make comfortable shirts. I have a few. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. And I hope that you know that's something that people can get over because if you're not, uh, if you can't conjure a reason as to why Batman and Superman would be fighting, maybe you're not a comic book fan. Maybe you just like the aesthetic, or maybe you're so old school you've just, I mean, you had to have fallen out of the loop sometime around, what, 85? No, they're just... 84? There are a ton of legitimate reasons, and it's all kind of one expanding set of stories and whatnot, and great, but we're not talking, you know, world's finest, or uh, we're not talking anything like that, Um, but good God. Anyway, I think we've we've adequately done this, and... uh, so uh, we're going to call it. Hope you it guys enjoyed this episode. It's, it's, a, it's a bit of fun. So go forth Bottom and, and line, have a bit of fun. You're babysitting. You need something you'll half enjoy while you do your homework. And you have some kids around. Mm, throw it on. Yeah. And uh, I would say there's nothing. There would be. There's no shame. in actually, if you don't have children, there's no shame in owning this. This is a this is a bit of fun, man. This is pretty, pretty fun. So at the very least, there's no shame in watching it. I say that as an adult who watched it. I shuffle off. I shuffled off my shame a long time ago. (laughs) After this, I'm going to watch Girl Meets World. Oh, so (laughs) it's not good. It's not good. But I have to, because I'm a completist. <laughs> I have limited time and lots of work, and we're hoping to cover the uh, the Flash, the 1990s series at some point. So I'm going to go shuffle off and try to watch an episode of that. Yeah, that's all. It's my not about quality; well. it's about timing and and busyness. So yeah. So anyway, you guys have a great week. We will see you next week on our newscast. And we're also doing a separate episode for DC Movies That Never Happened Part 3. Um, hope you join us then. It's going to be a lot of There's fun, I think. a lot of those movies. We're, Lots we're of gonna... movies that never happened. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. You guys take it easy. We're DC On Screen. You can find us on iTunes. You can find us on Stitcher. Uh, DCOnScreen.com. If you want a similar podcast for Marvel and uh, and all the Marvel televised and uh, cinematic offerings. Go check out our friends Matt Carroll and Jeff Randall at the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Uh, they're also on iTunes and Stitcher and MCUcast.com. Both DC On Screen and MCUcast are proud members of the Giant Size Team Up Network. So, uh, yeah, you can find us lots of places. Check all those people out. We's on Facebook and Twitter. We's everywhere. If you happen to be playing Marvel's... Uh, Alliance right now. <laughs> There's plenty of spaces on the Giant Size Team Up Network for you. Yeah, yeah. There's so much going on. This, this is the this is the time of the geek. So, oh, nerd, do well. Nothing doing. <laughs> Don't you dare. <laughs> Don't you dare. All right, catch you later, job turkeys. We're out. Peace.